Gibbo, what's the biggest asked question in the flog line at the moment? How big is it? Oh, um, second biggest, second biggest question. <laughs> When's the merch drop? Merch drop, 15th of March. 6pm. New South Wales, Eastern Standing, Dad Kissing Time. <laughs> so all you Queensland people, let's slot right down. That's 5pm Friday, the 15th of March. Copy. Copy. Copy that. Five shirts. You've all seen the designs if you're in Only Flogs. There is a sticker pack with four stickers in it. There is a windscreen sticker. Yep. Two flogs racing. It is fucking cool. It's 30 bucks, like unreal. It goes across your whole windscreen. Yep. Stick it fucking wherever. Stick it on someone else's car. Yep. Who cares? Uh, Four pack of stickers is like 15 bucks. 15 bucks, I think. Yep. The shirts are 50. Hats are 40. We've got the OG orange. Yep. We've got a fuckload of them too. And we've also got a dick load of the... Pigeon hats. Everyone wants pigeon hats. We were meant to have... Ripped on the side of them, <laughs> but it just didn't work out. But anyway, that's us. Get around it. Thank you very much. Set your clocks. Yeah. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a bunch of Collingwood jokes. I don't know why people send them to me. Oh. But anyway, Sammy, we'll just bang off a couple. You can stop sending them. Uh, Sammy, uh, what does a Collingwood supporter use as protection during sex? What? A bus shelter. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Steely. What do you call a 30-year-old woman in a Collingwood jumper? What? Nana. <laughs> um, let me see. Two Collingwood supporters in a car without any music. Who is driving? The policeman. <laughs> and finally, what do you say to a Collingwood supporter with a job? I'll have fries with that, thanks. <laughs> Hey mate, just a schooner, thanks. And can you chuck on the Two Flogs podcast? Hello there, boys! Ah, uh, welcome back to the Two Flogs podcast. I'm former amateur boxer, Buster. And I'm a punter. I've <laughs> completely fucked me there. Um, <laughs> I'm giving up a pun. How are you going? <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day, and then you changed it. Yeah, <laughs> throw it up there. Ah. Spice it up a bit. They were good, them. Yeah, Colli- mate. Uh, you know how many Collingwood supporters there are out there? They're just switched straight off. And, yeah, one. and they just switch off. They're that passionate. Are they used to it? Yeah. 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 
No, yeah. I've been copping it because they're like, oh, you're not a plumber anymore. So I've news flash. I haven't been a plumber for about 12 years. But I've been in the plumbing industry the whole time. They're like, you've got to change the start. Well, I'm not. <laughs> Kevin, I'm a plumber. And Timmy. that's why. Because we don't know what to fucking say. You know, what else am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you, bud? You all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Lost, you left your laptop at home? Or you... No, I got it. Oh, you no, got, got it. it. Got didn't... it in time. Oh, I didn't. Got oh, yeah. Well, I can actually sit yeah. next to you. I'll got put it, it on your lap. Got it in time. Fucking, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, the last message I read from you was like, yeah, I left the laptop at home. Oh, yeah, sweet. I've been sitting here, you're looking at a laptop the last 20 minutes. Yeah, and no. Has, haven't jerried that you actually got it. Yeah, no, I got it in time. Got it in time. Hey, mate, I got you a bit of memorabilia on the wall. Yes. You like that? It's good. Our day at the races. Yeah, it was our first ever paid event. Yeah, four full rums in front of us. Yeah. Gee, yeah. I would like one now. Oh, <laughs> longest February ever. It really has, I'm yeah. I'm having a coffee. I'm, ha- I'm sitting here having a kettle. Like, yeah, you are. Out of the kettle, yeah. a cup of coffee. This is my second one. Yeah, yeah. Meant to be decaf, but I'm a little bit buzzing, so I think that's bullshit. A big shout-out to Man- Moosey Boy. I don't know how you did 12 mm. months, mate. Oh, first 12 and days. And put up with you that day as well. Yeah, true. You yeah, the drove. day The day mm. of that photo, yeah. Mm. Four rums were going, the boys. And we were flogged because we were like, We'll just cruise over from our little because we had like four hundred and fifty people in our room with free piss, but we were working, so we were like yeah. pretty casual. Had a few yeah, beers. Yeah, oh, wasn't. No, we <laughs> had a couple. We weren't yeah. pissed. Then we went into the main room with a thousand yeah. people, and I just went, "I need a drink." We're on our, yeah. That I, was, was, I remember going to the that bar. Was delicious too. I remember a typical curve moment. I went, "You go, go to the bar." <laughs> I said, "I'll go first. Go to the bar, and I just go, "What's um, what's four rums worth, mate?" And the bloke goes, oh, no, you've got the green tag on. I said, what does that mean? He goes, no, they're free. I said, I'll get eight rums, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, you two get each, four. Yeah, and then two. I said, oh, I had to point two, at you. Yeah, I go, yeah. I'm with him. And he goes, oh, you're with Mr. Gibson. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None for you. Come back, won't you? Yeah, but then he poured them and, like, yeah. he poured eight into the four. And then uh, that was pretty much the last of the knowledge I have of yeah, that evening. Yeah, they were delicious. It was the very first time the ANZ card. It's the very, <laughs> very first ever ANZ card purchase was me staring into a bottle shop at fucking Isla Capri. Yeah. And you're like, what is it? I go, boy, fucking. We bought everyone's wives wine and fucking spirits. And, and it was just before that we actually jumped out of the car to go to the toilet. You're pissing on a tree and I'm walking the other direction you said where are you going I said the public toilet 40 metres that way mate no, you're so fucking you're so straight <laughs> the toilet that I could spit yeah, on it's yeah. that close I was just literally pissing beside it <laughs> oh, there was a bloke about 3 metres away from you <laughs> I remember the guy in the car looking at me on the scale he's trying to get on the end of what it what are you looking at and I got me knobbing in front of him yeah fucking yeah, loved you all uh, fucking hell oh the Sports show. Tell you what, we're keeping our promise, guys. Yes, the footy seasons are right upon us, and yeah, we're fuck. Well, I'm not that fucking impressed by it all at the moment with the footy. They can get fucked the NRL, but anyway, that's part of my buying. Oh, actually, question without notice. Mm. Have we got the details for Super Coach and the tipping comp? Yeah, you go into well. If you're in the tipping comp last year, you will get an invitation yeah. in the next few days to go back in the tipping comp. Uh, I will put the link back up on Only Flogs and our Instagram. Beetle yep. is running the Supercoach. Supercoach. Yep. Those details have been on the only flogs. Yeah. And he'll do another run of it like, like this weekend. Yep. So if you want to get on Supercoach, I'm not I don't know anything about Supercoach. So if they you. get on no, so if they get on Supercoach, if they type in two flogs or something, will it? Oh, but no, it's like an XYZ code, like it's a big long code oh, and you've right. got to join the group. So right. Beetle's uh Beetle's an expert with that. We are coming up against another podcast, more of that to come. 
but there is another podcast who's challenged us to see who the best yep. super coaches are. So we're going to go up against them. So we've got a bit of a guru. They are still trying to find a guru, but for a sports show with four gurus on it, they're <laughs> fucking guruless. So can we? So we can try. We can get that on only vlogs. We'll try and get it on our stories for the other. Yeah, two. once he gives me on the, the code, I can put it on Instagram Facebook. as well. Yeah. Um, yep. And then yeah. So the tip and comp. So I've been. Hoppy has. Uh, has he got? A, has he won anything yet? Sort of. <laughs> he sent me a very passive aggressive message. That's only Hoppy can. He's like, "Hey, if that can't, where's me shit?" No, he didn't. <laughs> he just goes. I, I was selling something on marketplace. Um, I'm not going to play again this year. Um, unless you. <laughs> Give me my present from last year, my winning. I deserve it. I won. Well, I was selling my Nirvana Unplugged um, album in the plastic on, um, still in the plastic on um, Marketplace. Didn't you and only get it like five minutes before? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm fucking, I'm a, I'm a wheeler and dealer. <laughs> and um, and Hobby's responded to my Marketplace ad and goes, that'd be a suitable prize for a bloke who won a tipping <laughs> comment. Fucking right, eh? So, yeah, I'm sending him that. So he's got that. And the AFL guy, I reckon i got about 10 fucking screenshots on my phone of his address. And I've just got it. Like, yesterday we had a debacle. Yeah. Like, I found those things yesterday to send. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm right on top of it now. I'm an admin man. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know how I used to do it when so I was my, working. Uh, they, probably, they might not listen anymore, them blokes, but the Wagga blokes who I told I said oh, no, something get three months ago, they'll get it, yeah. Yeah, it'll yeah, turn they up right the next one, yeah. Yeah, I fucking... <laughs> it this I'm sitting there, I'm going through the last and I've done all these fucking calls, done all these calls and all that sort of shit and, and then um, bagged up a heap of hats to send away and they're all sitting there and I went, open up the, the new um, bucket hat box I went, what's that black bag in there? And I pulled it out. It's like an Australian post bag. And I went, ooh, Gibbo's mates from fucking Wagga. <laughs> and from I the Mad it, Monday trip. Because he's like, to me, like a, a bit like, did you send us it? Man, I sent it. Like I fucking, I swear to God, I sent it when we did the merch drop or whatever it was. Like I knew I'd sent it. But yeah, no, I'd put it in the bag. I'd paid the post on it. But I hadn't, it had fallen in the box. But anyway. And I, I threw, yeah, so I, I un, undone her and I, I threw in a couple of extra goodies in there for them. Ah, they'll like me again this week. Yeah, when they open it, they won't. I'll have to mess. <laughs> jar of farts in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I nearly did. Could I stuck valuable. that fucking dog of mine in the fucking bag. Oh, what's he well, done? Well, I'm home now. Like, so I'm, I've set up an office in the spare room and he's not allowed on the carpet. Or they're the, the pugs, they're the rules. And he's like sneaking in. And then I'm sitting there yesterday doing what I'm doing. And I'm like, typing away, fucking doing what I had to do. I had to pay account and do all this sort of shit. This we hear this. I turn around and he's got a bucket hat in his fucking mouth. And I went, what are you doing? He tore one of the Oz Post oh. bags. I'm like, that's a $13 bag, you little fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sticky you know, tape that like, together. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I won't say who's getting it, but there is a bloke getting oh, one well, that's know. wrapped up like a football. <laughs> I was fucking <laughs> winsome. I thought, I'm going to stick you in this fucking thing if you keep going. And then Beal today turns up with me fucking. I bought bought some new chili plants off him, and as you do, yeah. I'm sitting in the front office today, and I was I was on that I was on a call, and um, I've looked up, and my front lawn is fucking immaculate at the moment with the rain, and I put all this shit on it and grass seeded it, and it's looking great. And mowed it myself on the weekend. Yeah, seen that. Praise the Lord. And fucking looked around. He's Beetle and his dirty old '95 model Land Cruiser parked on my lawn. And I went, oh, Beetle. Wait till it's really wet till he drives yeah, on it. He's like, "Hey, go, mate." Oh, yeah, good bud. Didn't say nothing to him. You'll hear it yeah, now. He knows now. Yeah, he, I was like, oh, he would have fuck. torn it up on the way out. If yeah, he got me. He got me four of the best chilies, best healthiest chili plants you've ever seen in your life. So stay tuned for that. Curbs hot sauces coming. Nice work. It's good gear. 
All right, let's start some news. Woo, into the... Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, before we go. Someone asked me this afternoon, they're like, oh, what do you do for a job? And I went, ah, oh, fucking comedy podcast, fucking do all this other shit and starting to talk to some kids in schools that didn't go yeah. that great the other day and, and, and it's getting better. And they're like, oh, what's your podcast about? And I said, oh, we do a sports show and then we do a shit-talking show. And she's like, oh, what's the sports show about? And I went, it's probably the worst sports show in living history, <laughs> but it goes really well. And she's like, why is it bad? I said, because I've got no fucking idea about anything I'm talking about. I said, I said, the guy to my left is a sports guy who prepares for it and knows everything about it. I sit there and read off a TV screen with bad eyesight and misquote everyone. And she goes, oh, so you're like the yin of his yang. And I went... I think he wants to ying my yang a few times <laughs> halfway through the sports show. But that's why it works. It is. That's but exactly right. Back to my point at the start of the show, Gib. Yep, the footy show's back. Uh, the footy, the footy's back, but we are continuing on the line of what we do. Yeah, and yeah they'll still be, we'll be talking footy in that. But we be, will be. It'll be just more like yep. the news articles. and. It'll be just like we'll probably um, report on two two games that were real good games, AFL and yeah. NRL. Um, and then we'll still do our cool ones like you both now. You're coming up to one now. We'll still do yep. our normal sports show. So don't, don't, do not switch off. It will not be a footy fucking yeah. a thon. Yeah, similar all around. Yeah, this one, I, I really like this to start off. Just a, uh, the headline is Young people build positive relationships with police in remote New South Wales with PCYC Fight for Success boxing program. Uh, so it was on the ABC website. And, it's um, Western New South Wales sports halls. Dozens of young people gather each week to hone their hooks, jabs and uppercuts. While it might sound serious, the afternoon sessions at Burke PCYC are also full of laughter and conversation. They're coming into a safe place, having a laugh, having some positive interactions with police and learning new skills, community engagement officer Constable Varna Jurit said. The boxing classes are part of the PCYC's Fight for Success program launched in Walgett, Burke, Birrarina, Bri- Bri- and Kempsey. Oh, sorry, sorry. Birrarina? Birrarina? Yeah, sorry for Jesus, murdering up that. There, he's up there with the Gregory Hotel. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, and Kempsey, with the help of NRL stars Jack White and Latrell Mitchell. Burke has recorded a 38% increase in breaking enters in the past 24 months with rising crime rates in some communities, one of the factors driving police to be more creative on how they engage youth. Um, Constable Jurit said the program gave young people something to do, a place to be active and somewhere to connect and learn from others. It's also given older kids in our community an opportunity to mentor the younger ones, which has been awesome. So, yeah, long story short, they, um, yeah, kids from all around the joint go in, they do some boxing, sparring, different things with coppers and teachers and it's just what a great way for them to actually, you know, do you want to come steal a car, the Savi, or, you know, I'm going to go do that. That's that's the options they've got. Yeah, it's unreal. And they're starting to say, well, they're building relationships with the leaders in their community and then you get older kids helping out the younger ones. Oh, I just think it's nothing better than thinking outside the box and mm. having a positive influence. It's just, it's worth a try. You know what, if it if it didn't work or it doesn't work in the end, what a great idea anyway. Mm. Like we too often we knock everyone down for having a crack or coming up with something a bit out of the you know, out of the norm, but I just reckon it's awesome. Well, that, I, it'll what, have to help these communities, I reckon. Yeah, it's an unreal thing. The PCYC's all through Australia do a great job yeah. just for them. Yeah. And it gets them uh, in, interacting with the coppers as well, that the coppers aren't some of them are human, the coppers. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. some. Yeah. Some aren't. But some are fucking really good blokes and they and they get in the PCYCs and train these kids and they realise they don't need to be scared of cops. Yep. Like 
you know. Yeah, there's like some here. It says, I found myself engaging with kids outside of the program. Kids would not usually say hello or come to a PTYC and hang out. Yeah, yeah, great. Like, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that was a good way to start, I thought. It's like the Moorabah Boxing Club with Stoney, mate. We used to all go there after school. Yeah. Like, and most of the blokes who went in underneath the gym, where it used to be underneath the gym in yeah. Moorabah, were the kids who were in trouble. Yeah. The thuggy kids or the fucking, mm. you know, or the, you know, some of the nerdy kids. You yep. go in there and learn how to fight and all the bullies were all in there. They all become mates and yep. that's how I met Emsy. Yep. Obviously, Emsy was a nerd. I was a bully. <laughs> terrified of me. And then we became really good mates. Please don't hurt me, Emsy, if you hear that comment. Flano was a nerd like you and Flano. You always want to bash Flano yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but our trainer, um, Mick, Gav, the, the guy that you were training with, Moose, he, uh, he learned to fight underneath the gym in Warmbar with Stoney and, and now he's taken over the gym. He's moved it. It's up to a new spot, but you've met Mick. He was a fucking dickhead. <laughs> and Stoney taught him to be a really good bloke that he is now. <laughs> can't throw him. Yeah, I can. Uh, so he knows too. He knows not to fuck around. He actually walked out of the doctors today and I hear this, Flog! And it was Mick. And I went, come back here and say it, you big cat. Didn't come back. Didn't hear me, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. No, yeah. he didn't hear me. Thank, yeah. fuck. Thank fuck he didn't hear me. Yeah, he put five on your ear before you even <laughs> seen him. What was the fuck? <laughs> right, speaking of boxing, boys. Um, guys, if anybody wants to sponsor a fight at the boxing event, um, obviously, I don't know if anyone knows, we've got a boxing event coming up in April. Really? Yep. So, yeah, April 27th, I think it is. Yeah. Saturday. So, yeah. Saturday, April 27th, Gibbo and Moose are both fighting. If you want to, if you if you haven't heard about this, you're living under a yeah, rock. Yeah, plenty. There's plenty of options. There's fight sponsorships. There's lots of others now that are that are open at the yeah. So at, at Alpha events, there's there's um you can sponsor a fight. So Gibbo's fight and Cam, if you want to sponsor two flogs and the Alpha blokes fight, get in contact with us. Your or both of us. Your your uh, Moose, your fight and Quinn, Alpha blokes Quinn. So to, if you want to sponsor those fights. I'll give you an email address here in a sec. Go and do that. There's ring rope. So you can sponsor the ring rope. So you can see the ring rope. You get the mat. You can put it on the mat. Yep. Corner posts. There's all sorts of packages Heaps involved. different options. Email G- cash. Gibbo's shoes? <laughs> underneath them. Underneath them. Yeah, underneath them. Did you notice I actually said the bloke who's training Moose? <laughs> like, I didn't even bother trying to say he was training bad yet. Because um, people are just sick of me lying yeah, about your training. Yeah, they're starting to stir me up though then, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, something no, your next might, something door, might have to happen soon. Your next door neighbour reckons you're out there punching palm trees, are they? <laughs> what about the poor bloke on the roof that saw you in the nude? Yeah, yeah not ideal. Did we talk about that on here? Not ideal. I yeah, we, we did. did. I'm did glad, yeah, I'm <laughs> glad they finished that roof, I can tell you. I don't realise how much I walk not around Not as glad as he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, even jumping out of the shower and going to me drawers, I look across and go, oh, my God. Yeah, I've got to start wearing a kit. Fuck it all. Right, the email address you want, if you want to sponsor anything to do with the fight... Contact at alpha-events.com.au. That's contact at alpha-events.com.au. Yeah, so if you want to sponsor the fights, anything you want to get sponsored, there is a package available for you. Yeah, Little contact, or small. Doesn't yeah, contact have to be, them. Contact them. They Castle will sort Gen, you out. Yeah. Cass will be all over you. All right. Right, so I think the next one's me. Steph Curry. Do love Steph Curry. Yes. Have you seen... Sorry, great... I'm not jumping in here. Have you seen the... It's on Apple Plus. So not a lot of people have got Apple Plus, but have you oh, seen his documentary? No, I've got no. Under, I've got underrated, I think it's called. If anyone's yeah. got Apple Plus, very likeable dude. Ma- yeah, he is. Very likeable dude. He, he is. And I must admit, I'm not being silly, I thought Steph Curry was an Australian. Yeah, right. Because he's so fucking big. <laughs> over here and they're all talking about Steph Curry all the kids are talking about Steph Curry like, oh, it yeah. must be that Aussie no it was actually <laughs> yeah. um, what's the other bloke looks a bit like Mundine boxer in America oh, Paddy Mills 
Oh, Paddy Mills. Paddy Mills. So I thought Paddy Mills was Steph Curry. And then the link, something came up and I went, what's that bloke playing for America for? You fucking dude. And she's like, that's Steph Curry. I, said, I know who he is. And she's like, well, you, citizen. no, you yeah, don't. Dual citizen. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, no, you don't. He's playing on ah. Well, so Steph Curry beats Sabrina Lonescu. I'm sorry if I fucked it up. Lonescu, I reckon Well, it is. she's a massive listener of the show. Because it so looks like wanna... Greg Kanescu. Remember Greg Kanescu? What a Can player. Can I tell you a story about Greg Kanescu? Yep. Now, Greg Kanescu, they call the turtle. Right. Yep. So the turtle was a bloke who played Origin while playing club football. Yep. He was a number nine, one of the best number nines. Awesome. To awesome play the player. game. There is a video on YouTube. So if you go onto YouTube and just Google Greg Kanescu tooth fly out or anything like that on YouTube, he gets hit that hard. I think it was actually an Australian game, and his tooth flew out. And you can see the tooth on the footage as he gets tackled. Wow. He finds it. Gives it to the trainer. I put it back in after the game. Went on and played the game. Greg Kanescu, and I, I know Greg personally. Yeah. Well, I got a couple of emails off him actually back in the he's a fucking days. Yeah. legend. Yeah, oh, seemed punt. like a lovely bloke. I was racing. He liked, he was, yeah, he was still tied up at the Bronx then. Oh, I might not tied up. He might, well, just be, might just be around. Yeah, he he around. started at the Broncos. Well, they were, all the old boys hanging around there were pretty good. Yeah, right? yeah. He's got, I tell you what, a yarn. I don't know if we get anyone in. You want that to be right. Fuck it. I don't know if we can get the beeper going. He loves a yarn. But I was racing go karts against. Kineski. Yeah, right. So Kineski and me were racing, and there was 10 of us from the company we were working at. Right? I was working with him at the time. Yeah. And anyway, we're flying around, and, and he's a salesman. We were all salesmen at the time. And we go, oh, next to me, fucking Kineski's pulled the golf, the, the go kart over in the middle of the track. It was like a Christmas party. Yeah. He's pulled the thing, he's got the helmet off, and he's on the phone. And he was doing deals. <laughs> so, he's, so someone's pulled up and they go, What are you doing, Greg? And he goes, Oh, you fucking builder, Amy. And they pull up and have a yard. Middle of the fucking go kart track. But uh, look, he'd probably be retired now. He's an older fella. But um, one of the toughest blokes to play the game, Greg Kineski. Yeah, and mate, he is a ripper. He I was didn't a good know. Player. Like, obviously, I knew, when I met him, I went, Greg Kineski, you'll know that name. And he doesn't sort of, those old blokes don't tell you oh, I played footy. Or yeah. Whatever. Anyway, I went to the um, the Fogs Lunch, the former Origin Great yeah, Lunch. Yeah, I went yeah, to the yep. Queensland Fogs Lunch. And I sat at I sat at the table with Turtle, like this Greg Kineski. Mate, there's blokes like Pedro, all these blokes coming up shaking his hand. Yeah. I'm just going, fucking hell. You play a bit? And he's like, Yeah, a little bit. And then <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know who just he was. A little bit. And then um had a fucking yarn to him and he's some of the some of those stories from the eighties. Oh yeah. Like just well, that's footy was footy. Just got him on the piss and he just opened, he opened up like a fucking can of tuna and just told us some of the best yarns I've ever heard. Like, absolute fucking legend. So anyway, you fucking, I digress. Yeah. Steph Curry might be considered the greatest shooter in ba- in uh, basketball history. That's that's a fucking rap, isn't it? Because he's a hell of a three-point shooter. Oh, incredible. But Sabrina Kinescu <laughs> certainly made him, yeah. So, she, so, so what happened was they had an all-star weekend on the, on the weekend. So she's challenged him to, she's the best three-point shooter in the female yeah. uh, NBA. And uh, WNBA. WNBA. WNBA, sorry. And obviously he's the best in the NBA. So they went at it. And she only just fucking lost. 29-26, you beat a boy. So what, what they did, but they used a male ball and a female three-point line. I think it says there, Moose. Can you just find that? Did there? not know that was even a thing. No, neither did I. Shout out to the guy in the gym who told me this. He came up and told me about it to, to look into it today. So... 
<clears throat> there it is there. Can you read that? So the male three-point line is 23.9 feet and the female is 22.175. So 1.75 inches yeah. away. Yeah. What's the fucking... What's the difference? The thickness of the... It's better foot. Have you seen these chicks play basketball? They could handle a normal-sized fucking three-point yeah, line. Yeah, I'm, sure I'm sure they could throw so, a foot. So, so, she, so she looks... She said she's... She chose to continue to push boundaries and keep the playing field equal, so she went from the same three-point line, but she did use a smaller ball. Used a smaller ball. So yeah. did he. He used a smaller ball Oh, he ball used too. a smaller ball. Yeah, so they both used a smaller ball, oh. but they both went from the... Right. Sorry, they, they went from the main... Like the, yep. man, the man's... Um, three-point line. Three-point line, but they went with the female ball. Cause, so she started off strong. She had him. Everyone thought, fuck, he's not going to be able to do this, because she, she took off. Yeah. I think it was, they had 25 shots. And I think he must have died in the ass at the start, and she started good. But it would have took him a bit to. He would have practiced like so. The ball's a bit lighter. Yeah, so that, that oh, it's threw a him massive, out a bit. Yeah. massive and then, difference. And she she died in the ass at the end because she probably would have got sore because the ball's a bit heavier. But oh fuck, I don't know. But mate, what an, wouldn't it? it I, I reckon it would have been great if she beat him. It would have been fantastic if she beat him. Yeah, it's it's well, she's done well anyway. She just to, got beaten by just, two. Just to show how good they are and what. Repetition and hours they did like Kobe. Kobe Bryant just worked harder than pretty much anyone's ever worked in basketball. And heard a thing the other day that before a game he was just sitting there just doing his, you know, he makes however many two hundred shots or something before a game. Anyway, he's on the free throw line, and it's just, just dropping him. He's no, it's just missing and missing oh. and missing. This is the morning of the game before the everyone else got there, and he called the the bloke in who sets the. the and he goes, mate, is this right? Oh, the, the right height. height, and the bloke goes, off. "Yep, it's right." And he goes, "Measure it," and he measured it, and it was an eighth of an inch out. No, how's that not. shit? Is that the difference he was missing? That's by? just yeah. He just he was just used to it. What's an eighth of an inch? I don't know. The Americans got that fuck all. Weird Absolutely fuck all. But well, when you sit there and do when you hit a thousand a day every day, that's incredible. You know, it? like that, that is amazing that you can know that. All all Americans must be mathematicians <laughs> to work out there. Gallons. Like, you know, if you, if you, cut, a, <laughs> you cut a nog over here, like you're doing a roughie, you just go, hey, cut us cut us 10 nogs at 450 mil because that's like sort of standard. Yeah, okay, cool. Over there, like, hey, man, cut us a three-foot, eight-inch fucking one-sixteenth. Like, fuck, <laughs> just cut the count at 450, mate. Like, our system's so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Well, yeah, yeah, so it's, Steph Curry, they, they got twenty five grand each for uh, for their charities for for the shootout. Do you like is, watching them things? The three yeah, shootouts, the dunk comps. Yeah, they had the dunk comp. They had a they had a little person on a giant push bike fucking gun around. Oh, I've yeah, seen that there before. Yeah, I thought it was Cam. I'd have a double look. <laughs> That's what you said earlier. But I thought I'd just say it for you. It make you feel better now. What do you got here, bud? Yeah, Moosey. So uh, the Tigers have signed ex rugby whoa, league. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Richmond Tigers. Thank you. Richmond Tigers, sorry. <laughs> Thank you, mate. So, so West, talk, Tigers so, don't, West Tigers don't sign anyone. So just... Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's no, they, no they won on the weekend. Uh, so just, just to point out, that we're talking about the hobby sport Tigers, the AFL, not the real football. <laughs> yeah, the oval-sized one. Uh, they signed New Zealand my Melketi Luffy. Um, From the Storms? From the Storms. So he actually came over um, when he was a teenager... Um, to play with the Storm Development Squad. Um, picked up AFL playing through school and then um, actually played um, AFL and then went in and actually played for New Zealand. They have an AFL team right. 
for New Zealand. And then he's he's come across. They're probably better than us. <laughs> yeah, those Kiwis can play David, anything. Yeah, let's not let's not promote it too much over there. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll beat us at that as well. They're not putting a fucking dance. What's going on? There'll be a Kiwi AFL team, uh, and they'll beat us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so he actually signed, and he's done it like a different route. So he's gone through the VFL program. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, last year tore his ACL. Oh. It might have been the season before. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, he signed up as a 26-year-old. He's the last um, signing on their, like, supplementary sheet oh, yeah, so yep. they can uh, top up their order or top up their playing list just before the season starts. And if you can go onto AFL.com and, and type it in and watch the, the video of um, yeah, great him video. calling his parents great and video. him bawling his eyes out and his mum and dad bawling their yep. eyes out, it, it is uh, – yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, you can't make up that emotion that his mum shows. No, absolutely not. And, that, and that's what it's all about. And we were even, even saying before, a lot of the time, you hear, you hear and see all the worst in sport and it's moments like these that just shows you how much it actually means to play. Oh, it's, it is, it's a great video. Yeah. So he'll play first grade? He's in the squad now. So he's, he's in the squad. He can play uh, first grade. He's not guaranteed to, but um, from all reports, he, so well, the he's, same he's there. Had a, yeah, he's had a blistering pre-season and he should be a really good forward. So, Moose, just talk because we, like obviously me and Gibbo aren't yep. AFL base. So the 26-year-old put his best foot forward during the Tigers match Simulation. What's a match? Is that a trial? Yeah, so a trial. So why don't they call it trials? It, do they just call it sims because it's basically practicing? And they had they did a sim of seven quarters. So normally a game has four, four. quarters, yeah. and they did seven with the, that and the AFL and the VFL teams all together, all mixed. That's a long hot day in Melbourne doing Absolutely. that. Absolutely, and had the Tigers and because de- demons will probably be looking to come a good this year because they sort yeah, of died I think, out. Yeah, uh, Richmond. No, actually, Melbourne kicked the first five goals of the game. I think Richmond then kicked the next ten goals. It was back and forth, and I think the Tigers won by two or three points oh. at the end. But it's same it's, as all. It's trials. The same. It means it, fuck all. Correct. Yeah, far they can play right. a strong team oh, oh. one quarter. We're not even talking. We're, we're not going to bother talking about the trials. Are we? Nah. Yeah. Fuck. Sweet. Yeah. Good. Nah. If anyone, it was one of my flogs of the week. Actually, is the commentators commentating on the trial matches <laughs> in the NRL? <laughs> oh, 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 fuck it. Let's go yeah. there. Right, let's yeah. go there real quick. Uh, buy, you got buys and sell. Yeah, I do. I do. My buy, buy and sell is the NRL. Fucking over analysing anything, and they're now going to analyse the drop goal. So before a drop goal is awarded, so what happens? The referee will go that that's they will award it. That's one point. The one point will go up, and then they'll have fifteen seconds while they're walking back to kick off to go back to the ref and go, yeah, we've found something. So if it doesn't hit the ground properly, they're going to pull the the one point back. Uh, To be honest, I thought they were already. Like I, no, no, they what, don't look don't at it. They, fucking they look don't at look it. at it. But now what it's going to happen is, and I'm talking to a source, this could open up a three-point field goal. So what? If the opposition aren't ten, and they and they take the field goal, oh, it's a penalty. penalty. So they get the one, and oh, then they couldn't get, a get the one and a field goal. It'd be a potential three. No point. way. Heard it first. No way. Last, last season, that'd can be you, great. Can you no one's ever on fucking side for a field goal. Maybe they should worry about that. That's Get what people on fucking that's side. What they, that's what they, that's what they're going to analyse the ah. most. The onside. Yeah. So they can go right. Oh, well, fuck it. You take the one off you, but yeah. you can have a kick in front now. The one they analyse everything. One thing that they don't care about is go to extra time. Whereas a field goal wins it. And no one has to be on side. We've got no rules. Fuck so, but last so year, can you, can you remember a game that was 
where a drop goal was awarded where it wasn't last season? No, they were all offside. So no, not offside, but, no, like, but like if it's gone through or didn't yeah. go through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're creating a rule and a new <laughs> yeah. thing. So for that's myself. That well, I'm yeah. selling the NRL for overanalyzing our fucking game, and the yeah. AFL too. They're all doing it. It's fucking shit. I'm selling the I'm selling the bunker in every fucking sport. Tennis, <laughs> the whole fucking lot. I hate it. It's just let them play the fucking game. Now, my boy. The great Dave Warner. Yeah. I'm buying him. Yeah. You know how he's retired? Yeah. He's come out and he's offered some words of wisdom to the Australian side that now that I've left, you could be fucked because you aren't used to being chased. You may, you, I mean, they're used to being chased. Now you're going to have to be the chaser because of, like, because he's retired. He so did he's, not. He did. He's come he out. Did he did not said, say that. He did. He's did come he out, really? He's come out and he said, and now there's a lot of, he, well, he didn't say himself, but he goes, now that there's some, some experienced players are leaving the side, um, so he meant himself, right? So in so many words, he's come. Uh, can you find Dave. it? The Dave Warner quote today. So he's come out and he said, um, yeah, you know, th- this current Australian crop of cricketers aren't used to having competition and, and not having the experienced blokes to sort of back them up. Uh, well, it was his missus who said there's no one good enough to take his spot there. Well, he basically, well but he did <laughs> he say that a few, in his same breath, ago. he did say... The stocks are good. The yeah. young blokes are fucking good that have come along. So I think that shows a bit with the 2020 and stuff that we're doing at the moment. So, yeah, mate, we're, we're never short of cricketers in Australia. I watched, but... a, I watched a clip the other day. Sorry, mate. I watched a clip the other day and it was... Um, I, I can't remember who the bloke was talking about. But anyway, Mitch Stark gets pretty passionate. Yeah, right. right. And Smudge has come out and gone in a press conference. He was the captain here. When, when was he the captain of the... He was the T20s. captain recently. Yeah, T20. Anyway, they lost. They lost a game. Just one of them, yeah. Yeah, but two, he's come out one. and he said he blamed the bowlers. He's come out and he goes, "Fucking yeah, the bowling let us down. The bowlers need to be better." Twenty minute net session. The next day, they reckon. Um, Stark Stark has just beamed him. <laughs> like, and I'm watch. I've watched the footage. He's just like, "Whoa!" And he's ducking and he's like, "Shit!" And he's throwing the ball back. And you can see him after his twenty minute session walk up to Stark and go, "You yeah, all right?" Stark just goes, fuck off. <laughs> I'm being better. And they've had, but he didn't, yeah, but they reckon Smith didn't even know. They go, oh, do you know how you like you smash him in the press conference? So he's like, yeah. He goes, oh, oh, is that what's going on? How good they told him that? How good if Smith turns around and goes, should have bowled like that yesterday, dickhead. Well, he probably did. He probably did. But I'll tell you what, he just bumping him for 20 minutes. And poor old Smith's like, what's going on here? What the fuck have I done? This cunt fucking killing me. I won't I be love, saying that I again. I love that. Did you find that, Moose? No, nah, man. When I type in David Warner quotes, it just takes oh. me to a book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a picture of you both shaking his yeah. head. Yeah, you've yeah. got to pay to get any of yeah. them. Try if that makes sense. Um... <laughs> All right, next one. Olympic equestrian rider Shane Rose stood down over Mankini's stunt, leaving his Paris hopes in tatters. So Moose has updated me. He has been reinstated, I believe, Moose. Is that correct? Yeah, public... The public have spoken yeah. and got him off the off the hook. So for that, this is so dis- this is my cell is that this was actually Australians doing this. The, he's a triple Olympic medal winning equestrian rider Shane Rose. Mm. He was in a, a tournament as a fancy dress equestrian. Right, he's fifty. So yeah, so he's gone in a mankini. Outstanding. Is this what it's about? Yeah. So I, when you put things up, I avoid watching them because yeah. I want to hear it live. Yeah, so okay, he's right. in a man, can he? So he's just doing his equestrian, jumping the fences. <laughs> you know what I mean? Set, with yeah, his nuts hanging out the back? He stood up for a little bit with it and give a bit of a Nothing wink on, at that. Just that? Just the man, can oh, he's got. But he had like... He had like 
like chaps. Yeah, like chaps at the front. Oh, yeah. yeah. But so you Hank Heaney at the back. Yeah. And the, yeah. There's and no Frank and Beans hanging But he's out. having a laugh. It was like music in the background. Yeah, you could, you, there'll be little videos. So, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. what a <laughs> fucking so legend. And he's like... That's hey, just some fun. Mate, and the people taking the videos are cracking up. Like, it would have been the best day there. Oh, can you play that? Yeah, you can play it. Yeah. Here he comes. It's... um. That's Australian. That's outstanding. That's so good. He's going to do it. So every, that, that's what they're saying. Is he going to do that's it? Like they've done it with you, actually go through, and he's done it. And they've trying to. They were going to stand him down oh, as from kid. the Olympic team. Like get stuff. Why? But, but Why were they standing him? Yeah, down? but because people were offended in the, the crowd. Fuck yeah, these please. woke fuckers. Yeah, he could. There would have been. There would have been the smallest minority that worried about it because the rest of them were cracking up and. I'm Mate, I'm proud of that. I'm How moving. good's that as an Aussie? Sitting there in a Fuck mankini. Yes. It's a fancy dress. He hasn't got mort out. Go and have a laugh Fuck, for Christ's sake. cricket, we used to have a compulsory naked over from each end. Yeah, don't take everything <laughs> so seriously. Here is the rules. The yeah. Daily News turn up to the very first one because yeah. it's like Australia Day cricket on and some idiot put it in the weekly yeah. saying that, I mean, the Daily News saying Australia Day events will be down at Les Cave Oval uh, or on um, what's... Yeah, Les Cave. Was that was that Les Cave, the bitch, the the turf one as your first drive in? Rab Jones. No, well, next to Rab Jones on the right. The the yeah, Les, Les Cave. Cave yeah. So yeah, Les Cave Oval. Get down there at one o'clock for a kickoff. Uh, Moolumbah, yellow versus green. Blah blah. Kirby's King Hitters versus Rambecky Renegades. Yeah. That didn't put them off. They were we were called the Kirby King Hitters <laughs> and the Rambecky Renegades from fucking neighbours. Like, so we're all down there. Everything's going on. I won't say the bloke's name, but we're in, we're under the pump. Yeah. Right. I'm the captain. He comes over to me, fucking blind. He comes over and he goes, right, Skip, it's going to take something special to get Kitey out. No, because Kitey's out there just fucking teeing off like that. First ever game, big trophy, everything's on the line, big crowd, like everyone was there. It was unreal. Anyway, Kitey's fucking just bogged down, not going nowhere. So one of the boys on my team comes over and he goes, I'm going to fucking do a naked over. And I went, hey? He goes, I'm taking it all off. I'll just leave the socks on. And I went, yeah, right didn't tell Cordy. I nearly said his name who it was. He's gone up to his, his run-up and he's just stripped completely off. Left him there as his marker. Cordy wasn't <laughs> sort of looking. Cordy was sort of just sort of yeah. scratching around and he's, as old mate's running in, he's got a pendulum on him and it's just swinging, hitting his knees. Like, this thing's just got this. <laughs> I'm seeing a squarely gun. This is fucking great. Cordy's looked up and goes, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Boom, got him out. <laughs> <laughs> and, but what happened was he's dropped down on one knee and his cods have hit the, he's on the grass. He's like, yeah, his balls are bouncing. <laughs> the Daily News had pulled up to take photos of the Australian Day cricket uh, and all we saw was the car leaving. Yeah. And my missus goes, yeah, we won't take them once. Yeah, he drove in and drove straight out. Anyway, yeah. Comes down and one of my kids, oh, no, I won't continue because it'll <laughs> give away who the bowler was. Yeah. So, anyway, that became that became a tradition yeah. that every team had to have one over in the nude. So, you'd nominate your player before the game. You're like, all right, uh, Gibbo's our naked bowler this week, Fruit this year. Yeah. And then they've got whoever they had. It was yeah. always usually the one bloke who just loved it. Yeah. But, yeah, it was fun. We get the same for Boxing Day. When yeah, same thing, you haven't got a wicket for a while. Corko just gets nude, but then it's contagious. <laughs> like, he gets nude, and then you turn around, there's six blokes. You're like, what's Hell happening? Is it? What's happening? <laughs> well, you what's blokes, happening? Let's get in the spa. <laughs> yeah, but they do, like, the, the Roman Greco wrestling in the nude, too. Boxing yeah, Day it was. Yeah, not anymore. Right. We've grown up. Old. No more wrestling, yeah. We don't even play cricket anymore. Oh, what about the boys are all too old? We hit golf balls, and we've got a roulette table. Everyone's got a number, and that's how you skull. We do 15 spins an hour. 15, oh. 15 oh, shots an hour, yeah. 
So uh, a lot of the lads are going and their wives. I say lads, we're only in fucking late forties and fifties now. The boys are going to Vegas for the for the yeah, footy. Gee, right? So there's the, not going to be one American in the crowd. No, nah, nah, every person exactly I know is going to Vegas yeah. to watch the. Well, footy. don't tell anyone we're going. Um, <laughs> surprise! Uh, yeah, so they're all going over there. Heat from Warmba heading over there on uh, last Monday night. One of the boys going, fucking chipped a bone in his knee and completely destroyed his right knee. Oof. Done the ligaments, oh. done the whole lot. So they they were, they were forfeiting this week. The conversation was fucking hilarious at the Leeds Club. I'm sitting there Thursday night with a Mustangs meeting on Thursday night. I'm sitting there, they're all sitting around discussing it. This this the old 35s football team. Yeah. I went, what's going on, Weaves? He goes, yeah, none of us are playing this week. It was fucking brutal. What happened to Mara last week? We're all going to Vegas, and I said, "You yeah, just want to fucking grow up a bit. I'm still playing touch football at your age, you stupid old bastards." So yeah, so shout out Mara. Hope you get well soon, mate. He's still going. He's trudging. He's got got the knee brace on, and he's heading. He's going to get the the op when he gets back. But uh, yeah, Madness. shout out to all our mates that are going over there. Be safe. I, I reckon it'll be a hell of an experience. Great segue into this headline. I am. Oh, see, this is what I do. Thank you, mate. I'm now a professional sports. He's got time. He's got time. He fucking lucked it. I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't have any sperm left in me, body. Um, flat, flat, that should be what I'll do now. I'm Kerb and I am a flog. Um, Fletch and Hindy Sin City, Vegas moment that broke Matty as spanking leaves Hindy fuming. Now, I watched it today. Have you seen the footage? No. Yeah, I've that, seen don't it. press plagues, it just goes forever. But what you do, go to Fox Sports Instagram or Fox Footy um, Instagram, and they're now starting to drop all the reels. Of, oh, yeah, yeah. Mate, they went to this. So I'll give you the backstory without going too far into it. There is a hamburger joint in Vegas, and it's like old school, like a bit like Dracula theme. Yeah. And they serve you shots in a syringe, and they and they do all this sort of stuff. And if you can't eat the big burger, you get three slaps on the ass with a paddle. Oh, so I've seen it on Beard Meats Food. I've watched, I've watched a few people do the challenge over there, and they get slapped for not eating it. So they lined them all up, and fucking they get three hits. Hindy cracked it. There's no other way to put it. He had she a, did nail him. They all got nailed. I like Gordy got four because he liked it. <laughs> Matty Johns begged for a fourth one and she wouldn't do it because it was weird. But Hindy just, yeah, he, did you see it? It's like he spat it and he called her like something too. They blanked it out. He's like, oh, I didn't come all this way. Just go down a bit there. You know, I didn't come all this way over here to get hit by this fucking bitch or something like that. Oh, yeah, so, heart, heart attack burgers. Yeah, heart attack burgers. That's, that's what it's called, yeah. So... Ahead of the NRL season launch in Vegas, Matty sounds healthy. Yeah, fuck. Oh, if you're over, is it like 200 kilos you eat free? <laughs> really? That's what they've got. I'm Yuck. pretty sure. I'm pretty Mate, sure. 200 kilos is a lot. That's a big boy. That's a lot of human. Um, ahead of the NRL season launch in Las Vegas, Matty Johns and the Fox Sport League gang made a reconnaissance mission to Sin City to some hilarious results. Fletch and Hindy, Fletch and Hindy Sin City, which aired on Sunday night on uh, on the on the, uh, oh, fuck, what do I call it? The Matty John Show. Yeah. So, yeah, so they've gone over there, ate these burgers, got fucking flogged. It's called the yeah, Heart Attack Burgers. Right, they're racing Lamborghinis. They're doing all sorts of shit. This is the best one there is. Go back up, Moose. Hindy strips into a G-string with, like, an Aussie male review mob in a, in a male strip club. And, he, <laughs> and he, Moose, just press play. I think you can watch it. Now, just watch this. <laughs> I think they got – it you... is an eight-minute one, so we'll – Okay, we won't do that. Go and check it out. It is the best footage you've ever seen. He's jumping across tables, and he's doing <laughs> the whole dance, and this is the whole prep. They set him up. Yeah, right. They paint him and all that sort of stuff. So go down, Moose. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> 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 the Parramatta colours on his G-string. 
You have to do even if you're an AFL fan or not a fan of rugby league, you need to see this. All right, I've seen ten seconds that you do have to go and watch it. You have to go and watch it. (laughs) One of the most thrilling and terrifying segments shows the gang riding an X Scream roller coaster that hovers from the edge of the stratosphere tower some eight hundred and sixty six meters above the street. Yeah, no. No, thank you. It's certainly not Mm -mm. for the faint hearted and watching a terrified Gordy, he'd be no good at that. The best one is to be Gordy cracked it. Did he? Watch, he, watch the he didn't clip. like it. Funny as, yeah. It used to be Chief Harrigan on a footy show. I remember he used to pass out and shit and Might have cost him a bit to get him over there, but these videos are going to get oh, plenty. Mate, they're getting belted. Yeah. I've watched them today. They're getting belted. So they're just starting to drop them now. They're unreal. Shit. So that, that heart attack grill, if you're over 350 pounds, you eat for free. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> That's promoting people being fat. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, if I go over there, more America. America. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck America. Fuck if you're not yeah. getting shot, you're getting free burgers for being fat. Great fucking advertising to go over there. <laughs> this one's not so much on the up and up. Um, arrest made after chilling claim over marathon world record holders' tragic death. So um, arrests have been made after the father of marathon world record holder, Kelvin Kipton, claimed that four men had attended his home looking for the Kenyan superstar before his death. Kenyan police confirmed four identified men had been detained after Kipton's father, Samson, I'm going to kill his last name, Samson, yeah, called for an investigation into a visit he said took place ahead of the tragic car accident on Monday. The four were taken to... Somewhere for further investigations. Um, <laughs> the cop shop, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> the locker. They all come from Gishu country. Country? County? County. <laughs> County, there we go. <laughs> you want these? Yeah. You want these? Anyway, Kipton's father had broken down in tears as he spoke following the death of his only um, child. There are people who came home a while back who were looking for Kipton, but they refused to identify themselves. I've asked them to provide identification, Shit. but they opted to leave. It was a group of four people. Kipton, 24, and his coach, Rwanda's... Oh, his yeah, coach, anyway, they, died, they died in a car Misky, accident Misky. 11 p.m. on Sunday oh, local time. No. Yeah, he was driving when the car swerved off a road between a couple of towns in Kenya. The car veered into a ditch and hit a tree. Um, he, he, he only just recently broke the world record too in that New York. Yeah, and he was, yeah, yeah, and he was aiming. He he just said he's just got his body right, and he reckoned he could be the first one to ever break two hours for a marathon. That was his <gasps> next. They Madness. thought he would do it at his next marathon. That's incredible. Yeah. What gives the Kenyans the? Because they've always been great fucking runners. Like the like the, the Kenyans have always been like for as long as I can remember yeah. the dominant marathon runner. What I, gives them? I that? think it's their their build. So because they're slight, aren't they? Yeah, like slight and longer, tall, tall, longer legs, and nothing else to do. What do you want to do? I don't know. Go for a run. Yeah, no. that could be it. Yeah. Boredom makes some good marathon runners. I don't know if boredom does. Why aren't people in Lismore good marathon runners? Then, <laughs> fuck you, doing Lismore run. What are you going to do today? Let's go run fucking eight hours. Yeah, fuck it, let's just run the fucking. The they bo- are the, uh, they are incredible athletes. All the African feet. runners, like long distance, they are. It's incredible. Have you have you watched the video of that? Um, the pace to actually beat that. Two hours. Yeah, it's, it's like a full it's on sprint. Bis- oh, I can't even do it for like no, 100 it's meters. Pegging, it's it's pegging yeah. along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. nuts. Three minutes something Ks. It's just, it's off its teeth. Oh, it's, the- it's unbelievable. It's very sad. So that's, yeah, it's like yeah. super sad he's gone, but it, it's even worse that it's 
smells fishy. Well, they might be, yeah, like getting chased by lions and make you fucking quick. Isn't there heaps of lions and shit over there? Yeah. There's a couple. Well, he's if he's you're da- going between town and town, you're running fucking quick. Yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> so that might, yeah. Be, that might be the yeah. thing. Yeah, I would have been gone years Sad ago. quote from the old man. Yeah, end. Moose, no wonder you left South Africa. You're your line back. They're like, hey, Moose, we're just going to the next town. You go first. Because yeah, you've only got to be faster than the fat guy to get to the next town. So, yeah, yeah you're fucked. I'm fucked. People would love to go hiking with me where there's bears. Yeah. The, <laughs> oh, yeah. The last couple of quotes there were, were sad from his old man. His father mm. last spoke to his son the day before his death. He told me someone will come and help us build a house, he said. He said that his body is now fit and he can run for 159. That's horrible. Kipton was my only child. He has left oh. me, his mum, and his kids. I have no other child. His mum was sick for a while. Right now, I'm deeply saddened. And the thing is, the sponsorship money, and his prize money, and that would have helped him and the whole community. Oh, yeah. Life yeah, yeah. Life changing. Because those blokes do that. They give back to where they come from, they give back to their communities and stuff like that. So he was. Well, probably, in, that, yeah. in that quote, I'll build these guys a house. That's what he's going to do. I'm going to yeah. build your house. Yeah. So he was two hours and 35 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Holy Just shit. To run for 42 Ks, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's so 42. fast. 42.1. What was Cliffy Young? He would have been up around there. He used to fucking. <laughs> yeah, the secret with Cliffy Young, he didn't stop fucking running. So when he. I think, oh, that's that old. Moose, can you bring it up? Distance. He ran. Okay, so Gibbo, do you know who Cliffy Young is? Yeah, yeah. So Cliffy, for, for, for the young people out there that don't know who Cliffy yeah. is, he ran in gumboots. He was a dairy farmer from fucking down south, right? And he trained in gumboots. So when it came to, it's called a cliffy shuffle. So he didn't run quick. He just he just fucking ran. So he went in a marathon. I think it was Sydney to Melbourne or if it was Melbourne to Adelaide. It was a fucking fair run. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah there you go. 1979, he was 56. He competed in the Adidas Sun Super Run, 16 kilometres, 9.9 9. mile race, which crossed the Westgate Bridge in Melbourne. He ran the race in a very respectable 64 minutes and was interviewed by the media. Cliff then ran the Melbourne Marathon with a, with a time of 3 hours and 21 minutes. Not fucking bad for a guy who's 56, okay? <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. That is mad. He would go on to compete in 1980, 81, 82, setting a personal best of 3 hours, 2 minutes, blah, blah. Get better, Cliffy. 3 hours, fuck, wake up yourself. But what he did, he did this massive... There it is there. Stop right there, Moose. 11 days and 23 hours. That was the race. Right, that was... 1,600 kilometres. Yeah, 1,600 kilometres. What he did, he set a little pace. It was called the Cliffy Shuffle. He set a little pace, and while everyone slept, he ran. He literally forest gumped it and just ran for... Th- I think he went for... There was something there. I won't go right into it. But he ran for, like, so many... Yeah, there it is. Six hours and then 10 hours, and he'd have, like, a little... He'd sleep for six hours, then he'd run for 20, like, 18 hours. Well, he'd run for 18, sleep for six, where everyone else was doing that and then sleeping for 12. And Cliffy was all of a sudden, he was in Adelaide. And they're like, fuck me, how'd he do that? <laughs> the tortoise in the head. The Cliffy shuffle. Uh, okay, a bit of a different one here again. Snow sports. Sandro Mikel uh, rushed into surgery after being run over by a stray bobsled in the World Cup oh, training crash. Fuck. Was 20... it them crazy Jamaicans? No, no, oh. they got the bobsled team, though. 27-year-old <laughs> uh, was airlifted to hospital while a, with a severe injury. was also reported amongst his three hurt teammates. Uh, he's recovering in hospital following surgery after being the worst hit when his team was run over by a stray bobsled in training for the World Cup event. Where was it stray? Down the bobsled track or yeah, in the car park? Yeah, yeah, Switzerland's Sandro Miguel, uh, Michael Vott, 
Dominic Hufschmid and well Andreas Haas were injured in the p- painful aftermath to a crash uh, in Germany. He's the brakeman. He was left lying unconscious on the track after being thrown from the sled. The out-of-control sled then slid back down the course and ran him over, causing hip, thigh, and chest injuries. Far out. He Just was like airlifted to a hospital in Dresden and, and went under the knife to repair his hip and thigh. He's now in a stable condition. Further examinations will determine the extent of his injuries, including those to his chest. Sorry, mate. So it was their ski that was out of control, well, not someone else's? I don't know. I'm a bit confused. I've read it yeah. a few times and it's still a bit confusing. Yeah, it confusing. doesn't really let you know if it was actually their bobsled yeah. that took off or they were hit by yeah, a rogue I'm, bobsled. Yeah, oh, exactly. Which if, sure. Yeah. Mate, it's it's mad. They're mad. Oh. They're fucking proper mad, though, in blokes. Well, they must you talk about. There's some tough sports around Gib. Oh, yeah. And that's up there. Like that's skele- the skeleton. Well, they go face first. Crazy. I think it's the same track, isn't it? Crazy. Uh, or are they different tracks? Good question, actually. We'll have good to, question. I'm not sure. Gus, you're on the... It's Moose bloody. is going out to do a poo. Gus, you're on the fucking computer there. Mate, can you see if the bobsled track is the same as the luge track? Because I think they're different, mate. Yeah, I had a feeling they'd be different too, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be quoting me. I was watching a thing on um, YouTube this afternoon for vlog purposes. Yeah. And there was a, a town in Switzerland. No, it was in Norway. It was a town in Norway and it was summertime. And I'm like looking in the background going, I was looking, yeah, you look at stupid sports. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it was the ski, um, the jump. So it's built oh, yeah, yeah, and they, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it snows yeah. there fucking eight months of the year. Yeah. They've just got this monstrosity in the middle of town that normally in winter it'd look like a winter wonderland with this big giant fucking jump. But yeah. in like summertime, you're like, and they go down on push bikes. Yeah, right. They're lunatics. Yeah, that's crazy. Like they just jump it. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, okay. So the they all use the same track. Yep. Um, oh. What's that? 1,615 metre long track at the... I'm looking up this specific one. That's Yangkin mm-hmm. National Skiing Centre. But don't be fooled into thinking the spectacle of each competition will be the same. So, yeah, obviously one's going fucking... Face first. Fuck. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, the skeleton is the skeleton's face first. Yeah. Fuck, imagine that. What your ball their balls must drag on the ice, hey. Because there's no way in fucking hell I'd do it. Imagine me and you, Moose, the size we are. We would hum. I get this I get to fucking uh wet and wild and they're like, nah mate, you'll go through the thing at the back. You'll build up velocity down that fucking thing. Thank you, Moose. Uh, Goose for your uh yeah, little, there, there, yeah. little tag in and out. How'd your poo go, but yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, very very Co- quick and wet. Well Coffee gotcha. Quick Excel- and wet. <laughs> Excellent. Sniper shot. <laughs> I love the sniper shot. Might be my last one that this next one moves, so maybe go to go to a couple of curves. Yeah. Anthony Seabolt's eight hundred thousand dollar headache as Seagull star ruled out. Kevy's big boost for round one team tips. Go down. So the big fella from Manly is that was just late this afternoon. He has been ruled out for Manly going over there. Um Oh, but <laughs> I can't think of his fucking name. No idea. I got no yeah, idea. Yeah, the bloke. No one wanted. Now they put him back into the second row, the back row. He was oh, Schuster. Yeah, he's gone. Schuster. He, he got, a, he got, a, got a calf strain at training this afternoon or yesterday. It's just fresh news. Yeah, so might be breaking yeah, I thought, news. Yeah, I thought he was out anyway. I thought no, I'd him out he, for a few reasons. No, he was going the week before them to get ready or the oh, week. Okay. Up, yeah, and then now they've said, "No, nah, mate, you're staying at home." He got a calf strain at training, yes, so he's right. got to go. So the starting back row this year. Yeah, back row. Yeah. 
and, and can kick and chip and chase and do the whole lot. He's just a big dude. Yeah, he's got to have a go, but... He's just got to get a ticker about it exactly he's, right. He needs to be as good as what he thinks he is. Yeah, or well, manly and manly yeah, encouraged. big coin. Manly and courage <laughs> don't go hand in hand, so you'll want to have a go. He's a shot at the manly ends. Uh, that's, that's a shot for my mother and her side of the family. They all go for manly. <laughs> The start of the 2024 season is only weeks away. The historic doubleheader in Las Vegas with a massive Australian crowd. <laughs> Fuck, it must be costing a fortune to fly run over there. But injuries have struck during the week on the preseason challenge and the Roosters, uh, and, and the Roosters star Dom, uh, Dom Young has been scratched. So Dom Young's out. He got fucking yeah, belted. Crusher tackled. Yeah, as a crusher. Yep, yep. Joe Manu may also not join his teammates on the flight uh, to the United States, but uh, for a different story. So, yeah, that's just mainly mainly in South Sydney's teams. Um, has re- no, go back up, bud. I'll just read that out. Josh Schuster has reportedly pulled out of the club's Vegas season opener. That is according to the Courier Mail, who are reporting that he made a decision after pulling out with the car. He, he didn't make the decision. Mainly made it for him. Um, ben Travojevic is now leading the race to start in the back row. Tafua simply won't be playing in Vegas after copying a three-match suspension for a dangerous tackle on Dom Young in the trial. So that was the crusher that we were talking about. And new recruit Atassi James and veteran Aaron Woods are in the line to replace Sipley. Well, the great Aaron Woods. I thought he retired. He was No, he went. He played in the trial on the weekend. Yeah, he played in the trial on the weekend. While uh, when you go down to the South Sydney team, star 5'8", Cody Walker missed all the All-Stars game due to a calf injury. I was watching the interview with him yesterday, actually. He reckoned he should be all right. And he's racing the clock to play in Vegas. Joy Gray impressed in the Charity Shield uh, and will be on standby just in case. He, he played really well. Joy, Joy Shield, he played really well. Um, but like I say, yeah, prop Davey Mile. Push hard for a spot in the 17, but they really think that uh, Jacob Gagai. Now, there's a drama in. Jacob Gagai got suspended for one game in the New South Wales Cup last year, and he was allowed to use the All Stars game as his suspension game, and now he qualified to play in the first game of Vegas. Yeah, but they, they do that for other. Ricky Stewart is fucking blowing up. Now, this year, we're going to have a little thing. What What's Ricky blowing up about now? Ricky Stewart's going off about this because actually Ricky uh, Ricky had a bloke down there and they weren't allowed to use it. He should have been picked in the All-Stars game too. He got three-match suspension. They went, no, nah, it doesn't count, mate. Uh, Jack Whiten looks like he'll miss round one because he's suspended. Um, so Jack Whiten... Um, see, Jack Whiten could have played for the Aboriginal All-Stars, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that, please. I'm not 100% certain about that. But go down, Moose, if you can have a look at this. So the Broncos are missing a few... Joey Manu from the Roosters. Uh, yeah, so Dom Young gone. Daniel Tupu, um, he, he's going to miss out. They're going to leave Tupu out. Billy Smith partners with Joey Manu, who could be a later rival in Vegas. So it's Jared Reeva Hargraves, who has announced his retirement for the NRL at the end of this year as well. Going over the Super League, right? No, I don't know. I didn't say, mate. I just saw that again late this afternoon when I first got It's very odd that they called it so early, someone retiring, didn't you? they'll do it. Yeah, or well, they can he might have a Cameron Smith-style fucking uh, send-off. It's not a bad move because now people are going to watch him. I, like, So for me, if More the Roosters are playing the Titans, I, I want to go and watch Jared Ray because I've never seen him play. So I'd like to go and watch him play because I think he's one of the greatest forwards we've had in the comp, to be honest. I think big, tough thug. I really like the bloke. Um, predicted Broncos, Reese Walsh. Looks like he's going to make the team. Uh, and they've got a few injuries as well. I don't think you can take the Broncos' fucking trial against the Cowboys as any indication of how they're going to go this year. But I think they're going to look good. But they didn't play a quality team. They played a bunch of young kids from the Cowboys who did fucking well. They yeah, did it, their it best. It is very hard to... 
the Broncos ran out their entire fucking team for most of that game, yeah. and the Cowboys played all their young blokes. So there's a couple. The Cowboys had a smattering of first graders in, but not many. Yeah, and I thought they were courageous. I thought they did really well. They held their own in the first half. They really did. But they, in the end, the Broncos experienced like Reese Walsh pairing up with fucking Cobbo. They've pushed Cobbo into centres. Holy fuck, that's going to be deadly on that left edge, man. Yeah. Do you see Gibbo at all? Nah. Fuck Reese Walsh. Reese will just. Trolls. He'll trot out. Oh. I reckon he's the biggest waste of time, Trolls. Like well, to watch. View they my, were. They were my, I, uh, I can't get that hour back. I, I think watching. if they're gonna, <laughs> I think if they're gonna play trials properly, you need to to name your number one side to play. Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right with them doing it. I just have no interest in watching them. I, yeah. I, you can do whatever makes your team best. Play whoever you want to get your team ready for the season. Mm. I just have no interest. Because in what, what well, they play, it's a hundred thousand, isn't it, for the winning? You get a hundred grand if you win. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. But you know. The one thing we took from the trials in the Dragons versus South games is um, Sloan was probably one of the best players to ever play for South Sydney on the weekend. And if he's the Dragons <laughs> fullback for this year, we're fucked. But could you make it worth more, like maybe 250000 to the salary cap? Or make it something real juicy? Tedesco played most, like a lot of the Roosters game. And, you'd and I'm thinking, oh, I wouldn't be playing my names. Yeah. I can get why they don't. You'd have yeah, to. The storm yeah. just had. Oh, I just don't think it. I just don't think it'd change them. I just think they would still do what's best for the team. I think they'd say fuck two hundred fifty thousand. Well, do you know what? We probably Bloods play six. We yeah. probably play six players that much too much each. Like like you said, <laughs> I didn't watch fuck all of it. I wanted to have a look at the Cowboys Broncos game, but saw the sort of first twenty minutes and went, Ugh. yeah. Like it was just it wasn't the team I wanted to watch. And then no, that's nothing. That's not having to go at the Cowboys. Nothing. That's just how they all did it. Yeah. But then I watched the Titans game because I knew Tommy was starting in the fuck. He played well in that first half. Yeah, right. He played really. Re- then when when the Titans, I think I text you, the Titans. He played the first half of the Titans, and mate, he. There's nothing more that Tom could have done to show Desi, give me the fucking, give me my spot. Yeah. Give me my fucking spot. I deserve it. He did so well. He's a bit crook too, and he had. And I'm not just saying that because we're mates with Weaves and mates with Tom. Like he, if you watch the Titans game, tell me I'm wrong. When they took him off, he'll get time this year. He will. When they took him off at half time, that whole team fucking changed. Ryan Foran, young bloke from Wollongong, he was Australian Australian schoolboys. He wore the number eleven, came on with about twenty five minutes to go, and tackled. I reckon he made fifty tackles. Fucking every time when he first came on, no shit, give back. When he for the first set that he came on, five tackles. (laughs) <laughs> Out of six, he tackled five times. I went fuck me. I don't think he touched the ball, but fuck, he tackled it. I don't know if he was if Jack he was Russell. told. Oh, he just tackled. He just tackled and tackled and tackled and tackled. And uh, yeah, he yeah he he went really well. So it's good to see in the Kudjan combination. It was fucking um, Oscar Bryant to Degroot to Weaver. Yeah, like, right. bang, bang, bang. <laughs> and they said the Kudjan connection. I went yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's Tommy's 21 today. Happy birthday, Tommy. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, or for yesterday. Yeah, happy birthday, Tommy. What do you got there, Gib? Oh, mate, just typical NFL, honestly. Something I had to do. San Francisco 49ers brutally axed their defensive coach two days after the Super Bowl loss. I saw this. Honestly, it's just, yeah, and it's not even worth going into too much. It's just the fact that it's happened. The start of that Super everyone's going all year how good they've gone. Um, and then the start of that, the first three quarters of this game, everyone, that all the commentators, everyone's saying how good their defense is. 49ers' defense has been amazing. They get rolled in a close game, extra time, and they sack the uh, 
the defensive coach, the defensive coordinator. It's you just a brutal sport. Two days after the fucking it's a brutal the Super Bowl. It's a brutal game, and and they probably should have won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they against the a red hot air. team with potentially one of the greatest fucking yeah quarterbacks of all time. What I did find Gibbo going from watching a full season of the NFL to watching an NRL trial, I went ugh. Is so like, they just do it so well over there, the Yanks. Like the stadiums are full, the full theatrics of it all. And then you get to a crowd of six people watching an NRL. Yeah, drop. mate, sta- stadiums full. You just you can't put a price on that. And when teams are flying and they fill stadiums, they just keep playing good. You mm. just got it, but you need to be winning to fill stadiums, and that's the problem. Yeah. This. It's the way Aussies are. Your team's going shit. Most yeah, of them drop no off. They do. Bar Collingwood. Well, AFL do a lot. AFL feel great. I'm watching but, a thing yeah. on um, Netflix at the moment, and it's about a English soccer team, and they're in the third league. And they're actually now – well, I won't remember how fuck it. They're up in the second tier now. Yeah. Um, it's, I can't remember the name of them. And Not Sunderland. Yeah, Sunderland it? forever. Yeah. yeah. Right? Now, there's guys over there. They're like, X says, oh, Moose, life member. Or season ticket holder with his friends going to the game. They're like, what do you think? Is, oh, yeah, no, we're crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't remember him ever being good, but there's still 40,000 people in the stands singing their song. Sinking pints. Sinking piss and just fucking, they hate him. They fucking hate that team. They, like, they love him so bad. It's not like they just go, you know what, I'm not going to watch it next Saturday. They're like, oh, no, we'll turn up just in case yeah. we do win. Yeah. yeah it's mad. Over here. And, nah. we'll, and we'll bash 100 people. Like, if the Titans are red hot this year, you'll go a bit. I go, yeah, I yeah, you, you go, go anyway. Go anyway, yeah. You go anyway. Yeah. Right, oh. Oh, go to the poms, mate. Those crazy poms. What we should have been to now. The poms are at it again. Gibbo, you've got one. You go first, actually. You've got a you've got a pom one this week. Uh oh, the Irish road bowling? Yeah. Yeah, it was one but just press it. I'll just let this guy tell the story. He's just a um, I think he's an American dude over there. What are the poms up to now? Bowling. Right down the middle of the road. You don't believe me? Just take a look. Open up the So what we're watching the is they're in the oh, here we go. It's a lot of are on the field of yeah. play. <laughs> Not to mention cars, tractors, and buses. Other than the multiple moving obstacles, the golf bowling is fairly similar to golf. Competitors try to throw a ball across the finish line in the fewest number of tosses. But this is no golf ball. It's more like, like a, a cannonball. Rock. 28 ounces of solid iron. Come on, Come on, the ball moves 40 to 60 miles an hour. And if it hits you... It's just too bad. <laughs> <laughs> the coach puts himself, legs apart, ouch, directly in the line of fire, straddling a clump of grass called the sop, which the thrower aims for. Ready now? Ireland's County Cork is often called the home of road bowling. It's a wonderful sport in such a way that it's an outdoor sport. It's played in the heart of the country. It's a great uh, opportunity for people to meet. Come on! Dennis <laughs> says road bowling matches can get a little heated. <laughs> What's in Ireland? It gets a little bit excited then. Very That's... excited. Hysterical, actually, at times. Yeah. Uh, especially <laughs> if it's close. Holy Adding shit. to the excitement, usually there's a lot of money on the line. There's <laughs> a gamble. Road bowlers are required to carry insurance just in case that little cannonball careens into a car. But if you're a pedestrian, a life insurance policy might be... <laughs> That's it's awesome. like a fucking shot put. Yeah, it's basically a shot put. Oh, it's fanging too. Okay, so if you're over here on vacation... 
go slowly when you come around those corners, all right? You don't want to do any road bowling of your own. There was a comedian. Uh, hey, we're getting ready to It's go pretty bowling. nuts. It's, it's a weird spot. Go look it up because they, they just stand in the middle of a road throw, throwing an ball. iron ball down the road. It's pretty cool. There was an Australian comedian. It might have been Carl Barron. I can't remember who it was, but back in the day, um, he said, oh, we used to play cricket on the road. I remember my brother got bowled out by a red Datsun. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was just waiting then for someone uh, to get punched. Carl Barron, he's one of my all-time I'm, I'm favorites. pretty sure it was Carl, but I yeah, can't. Yeah, oh, mate, he's fucking funny. Well, here's another, another crazy pom sport. <laughs> Welly wanging. So that is what <laughs> we'd call a, a, a gun a gun boot, gun boot, I guess. They call them Wellingtons Wellington, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welly wanging is a sport where contestants toss a Wellington boot as far as possible within the border from the starting line. This unusual sport became popular in Upper Thong. Fuck these oh, poms, get me. Upper Thong. Upper Thong. Home first in Britain as a form of distraction for the villagers. It was a, it was a distraction. They for lived in a for rural, the peasants. They lived they lived <laughs> in a yeah. They lived in a rural village where they were needed to create different and imaginative games to, uh, to while away the time. The villagers are the village are high unemployed rate at the time, so they decided to throw fucking gumboots up and down the road. The most popular footwear in the village. It's, gu- it's a gumboot. You know you live in a boggy, cold <laughs> oh, joint when you're wearing a gumboot everywhere. Oh, let's Nothing, play. Nothing's changed, but unemployment here is just red boots or red shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. S-A, bruh. Red shoes, yeah. red flag. Fuck, go down, mate. Many people believe the welly, wang- uh, welly wanging originated from an argument between two farmers drinking. There's always piss involved in these sports. Uh, drinking at their local pub one night, as many unusual sports do. They saw the glass of ale spilling into the farmer's Wellington boot. They drew a lot of attention to the man, but uh, instead of boos and hisses for being clumsy, they stopped and stared at him as he removed his boot and began to... It began to run. You, be you haven't stuffed that up. No, yes, it should be right, run. Yeah. Began to run after the drink spilling full out of the pub. So... He, Oh, he ran the bloke out of the pub. Oh, okay. Right, then Got throwing it. it in. Oh, so he's pegged his boot. So he's pegged <laughs> his boot at the, at the bloke. He's, he's wanged him. He's well, he wanged him. It was unknown if he hit or missed the scared farmer who left the pub. So one bloke spilled his beer <laughs> into the other bloke's gum boot and he took his boot off and he's wanged it at him. That's what happened. A few weeks after that incident, people at the pub kept running... Uh, reenacting the scene. Then the following weeks, they started a competition where they could throw the Wellington boot. Similarly is how angry the farmer did. So there's a few rules there. It can only be a size 9. It must have been the size of the bloke. How can people walk on size 9 feet if you're a man? <laughs> Fuck me, dead. Uh, the sport is open to all people, different ages, sex, race, creed, religion, nationality and colour. Oh, that's good. They let the colour in. Fuck me, dead. How can that be a rule? Well, they need to say everyone's welcome. They have to write that in. Fucking hell, that's shocking. Oh, you can't have a steel tie. You can't cheat with that. No, you're not allowed hurts. to put. You're not allowed to put concrete in it. it has to be uh, the measures of the distance <laughs> in the yards, feet, and inches are used as size nine Dunlop Green Wellington boots. So Dunlop have the naming rights to the Wellington throwing. Oh, look at them! The maximum run up is forty two paces. So he must have measured old mate out from the bar when he's ran after he's old mate. Rooted after forty two paces. Forty two is a long run up. If you need more than five, you're kidding. So the maximum run up is forty two paces, and we'll end in a straight line of ten feet in length. Straight line. So you got it. Yeah, right. That's how you win it. The boot must land within the area within the border of a straight line between Upper Thong Gala Field and Home Moss. And on the other line, so you got to you got to hit a line. 
So it's not who can throw it the furthest. You've got to be the most accurate. Well, it makes sense when you're trying to hit someone. There are four standard te- <laughs> there's four standard techniques of the welly wanging. One-handed, most common using a single hand to toss the welly. The double-handed, used with a large size welly with both hands. Between the legs, used for beginners to throw the welly from, uh, yeah. And the fourth one is the backward throw. What would I, you do? I what would you re- do, Git? The whole time you were saying that, I was just replacing that with Willie. Oh, I think I'd probably do the two... I'd do two hands and like a discus. Flip around like a... Would ya? Yeah, a couple of flips. Like a hammer throw. Hammer yeah, hammer throw. throw yeah. yeah, hammer throw. I reckon I'd be an under armour. That's under the best way to win cricket games too if you're playing in New Zealand too, just boil it. <laughs> they fucking still carry on about that, the way they cheated that day and didn't try and hit the ball for six. <laughs> Kiwis, terrible losers. Uh, it's also popular in New Zealand. You know, just one part called oh, T-A-I-H-A-P-E. Fuckatani. <laughs> it's not how you spell fuckatani. <laughs> it's like that. Um, Kevin Bloody Wilson, even his wife were driving through New Zealand. She goes, oh, well, can we go to Rafferangi? She he goes, says fucking rifle range, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. It's oh, you can play it in Poland, Germany, Finland. We don't play it here. Fucking shit sport. We got thongs, that's why. Yeah, we peg thongs. You've been hit by a thong. My mum used to peg thongs. She was deadly with it too. Yeah. Right, eh? Here we go, Ricky Stewart. Ricky doesn't want a feeble response. Ricky, R- Ricky demands. Go down, Moose. This is what we were saying there before. So Ricky Stewart, who's always finding someone to blame, right? He's, remember when they lose, it's always someone else's fault. Fuck, he blows up. So Raiders coach Ricky Stewart says he doesn't want a feeble response from the NRL surrounding the inconsistency of whether the All-Stars game is counted against suspensions. I do agree with Ricky on this occasion. Stewart is unhappy that the NRL allowed South Sydney's Jacob Gagai to count the All-Stars game as one week of his suspension, even though Canberra's Zeb Chris wasn't able to do the same. The NRL had originally knocked back South Sydney's plea to deduct the game from the All-Stars game after the suspension a decision which in in uh, incensed CEO Blake Solly. We're a club that is wholeheartedly supported the All-Stars concept since its inception. We know the importance of the game that the game has for anyone selected in the Indigenous or Maori side. Uh, and for the New South Wales rugby league to take this sort of attitude to its it is mind blowing. Solly said after the NRL's original decision, within a day the decision was overturned. So they've had a blow up, they've overturned it, and he he got the suspension, and now he can go to Vegas. Ricky Stewart's bloke cop three games qualified, and they're not overturned it for him. <laughs> so wh- wh- what's the difference? Uh, maybe the grading, maybe 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 they're not looking at it as like one week. So what he's saying is Chris is due to return in round two. So obviously they made the final. So he's missed the final. Must have been the last game. So he's obviously missed the last game for Canberra. He's due to round round two. But if the All-Stars game counted against his suspension, he'd be right to play round one. So what's the difference? He served two. Why can the South bloke get off and the Raiders guy can't? No idea. Stewart said the Raiders have already contacted the NRL for clarification. I just hope I can get a proper justification of the inconsistency and not some feeble response. I have a proud, I have a proud Torres Strait Island boy wanting to know why the All Stars game is not deemed important enough to serve part of his suspension. As well, it's fair, fair call. Yeah, yeah. absolutely fair call. Why shouldn't he be allowed? Like, so he, he couldn't play in the All Stars game. It says here he has missed a semi final and three international games for his country. An All Stars game, which is 
he was desperately keen to play in. Yeah, well, fuck the NRL. That's I totally agree with Ricky Steele on this on this occasion. We'll go through the right channels on Monday with the NRL to ask where the consistency is. By rights, that kid should be allowed to play round one. Especially with the international games. But he missed well. three for his country, so I don't, I'm, I'm, we see just seriously honest. I'm not sure who 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 his team was, but he's missed three games for them, and the All Star game. So that's four games this bloke's missed out on. Fucking surely they overturn that and let him play round one. You agree with that, Gib? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's inconsistent as fuck. Yeah, it seems like it, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what response they get. Well, they'll get... No. Yeah. They'll get nothing. They'll get... To, well, it's Canberra. It's not the Rabbitohs. <laughs> Ricky, yeah, yeah, Ricky yeah. That's another not, 20 Ricky grand. That's another 20 grand. If you're not the Roosters, you're not the Rabbits, you're not the Broncos, you're not... You know, it must be... I reckon, I reckon they'll come out this year and push hard for the Broncos to win the comp. The refereeing, that's what'll happen. I'm all over. I reckon the Broncos will win the grand final this year. There's no way they can't. I just want to rectify that right there. I predicted that the Penrith Panthers would go three in a row. I said at the start of last year, I said the Panthers would win the grand final. I said the start of the year before the Panthers win the grand final. Why am I in trouble? I got them home. One, one. No one else picked him for three games in a row. No one else picked him. Yeah, oh. but the, and the other 80 times that you said it and it proved wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're just feeble fucking games. They're just feeble games throughout the year. I picked the grand final and I said they'd go three in a row. And everyone told me I was mad. Well, I am mad, but everyone told me I was mad on making that decision. Yeah, I reckon Broncos, red hot favourites. Yeah, Rabbit's gone. No, I reckon Rabbits will be... This will be their year. They're, they're no, their last year. Their year was last year. No, they've got, they got a bit of... Whiten. Better, yeah, Whiten. They've got mm. a, bit of, a bit of team this year than I last year. I think if Latrell stays fit... I'm not even being silly. If Latrell stays fit, I reckon they'll be up in there around that mixture. I don't think they can win it. I really don't. Well, they did miss a lot of last year. I think the Broncos... I think the Broncos and, and the Panthers will be pushing for that. We might have another grand final. Yeah, I reckon. Hmm. Um, T, the... Team multi no good last week. We've still got um, still hanging on for three weeks for Moosey's one last week, so we're still alive from two weeks ago with that. And we'll have another one. What was my, what was was my uh, the box my Anthony last Joshua? Week. Anthony nah, Joshua. Last, last week's one. Oh, with the darts, he got beat. Yeah, I don't know what yours was, Moosey. No, uh, Moosey didn't have one. Did he? I don't think you have one. Anyway, stay tuned for socials. Uh, yeah, yeah, so there'll be up. more on there. I'm just looking at the golf. There's no same game multis at the moment um, as I'm looking at this, but. It's the Mexico Open this week. Look, Finau's, I think he's run second and first there in the mm. two years. He's going to be terribly hard to beat, but he's only $7. If you're looking for a bit more value, look, I'll put a, a multi together, but I just sort of thought um, Patrick Rogers has gone good here before. He's $29. Your golf multi's been going all right, mate. You, do, you, you must do all right at the golf Recent, multi. Yeah, you know, I'm making good money on the golf, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, the last couple of weeks haven't been great, but we've we got a few last year. I read so between gonna... the lines on Monday. I, I sent you a text. I sent you a colour text Monday morning and you wrote back, haven't read nothing, watching the golf, need such and such for such <laughs> yeah. a, I need such and such for this amount. I went, Yeah, my Monday morning. Got and, you loud and clear, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah until about 10. Yeah, I've usually, yeah, usually, usually got to go. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to lower it. Yeah, I'll just leave you alone. And I thought, no, I'll go and watch a beer of the golf and see if I can help him get home. And then I, 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 I thought, no, I've got to ring him. And I rang him and I went, I won't watch the golf, I promise. He's like, good. And then you're like, no, he just got home. When I was on the phone and the bloke just got home. I was watching the surfing. Yeah, Fuck yeah. me. Pumping. Oh, mate. And it's like right on the road. Like it's the shore break. Sunset. Was that sunset? Fuck, you're, you're a surfer. Did you watch the sunset? Fuck, mate. 
Gus, the surf was fucking huge. Can you just give a quick update on the surf, mate? Because you're the surf man. Yeah, I didn't watch a whole lot, but um, yeah, sunsets a um, an interesting wave. It's, so that's that's what you call a shore break? No, it's not a shore break, but it's, it's right on the road. Oh, it looks like it is. Oh, okay. It, it's, it breaks. It's yeah, it holds a big size out the back. So, yeah, so do I. You can have some rogue. Yeah, mate, I was talking to Gibbo on the phone going, fucking have, look at these waves. <laughs> some rogue foam? I'll tell you what. Rogue it, lumps. There was, a lumps. Cu- there was a couple of rogue lumps on the beach <laughs> that the cameraman kept picking up on. Not a bad watch, the old surfing, when they, when they switched back to the beach. Just for, you know. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> yeah, they do. Accidentally. Oh. So, yeah, no, who ended up winning that? Oh, I have no idea. You fucking meant the surf. <laughs> I was busy. Yeah, the surf was huge. Yeah, surf was uh, so just three, three at twenty, twenty dollars or over. That these won't be my multi. I'll put a different one together. But yeah. just three if you're looking for a bit of value. Thomas Dietrich's twenty one dollars on Ladbrokes. Of course, go to uh, Mates Mode for all our tips. Download their app. Go to Mates Mode. Two flogs, all one word. That'll get you into our group. You can chime in. Dietrich's twenty one dollars. Uh, Patrick Rogers is twenty nine dollars. And Justin Saar. SUH. He's going to be winning a tournament this year. Look, Ooh. he's $46. I'm not sure which one it'll be, but this is a weak field. And Would you put him in the top 10 or something like that? Yeah, he might. He'll probably be in my. I like to do sort of yeah. three in a top. Or make top 20. Yeah. yeah. It just depends what price they put is up. Is it like shooting fish ones, in a barrel, though? Yeah, it depends. But like prices last week just was not keen for one. Okay. Um, yeah. So we didn't put one up last week because it was just they're just too short. Then yeah, other okay. weeks you can be surprised at how well. Oh, I've a seen a couple. Of of you gone, yeah. oh, such and such is going to be in the top twenty. I'm like, fuck, he's paying like six bucks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if it's so if it's yeah if, if I think the prices, I don't bet if the prices aren't right okay. for me. But um, I just think at forty six bucks he'll go all right. Just so he's going to win one this year. I know he so will. So that's your roughy. Yeah, so he's about forty six. Okay. So yeah, stay tuned. Go to mates mode, and I will have up a golf multi once we just have a mates mode on the weekend. I put a couple of stories yeah, up. Yeah, bits and pieces, Holy yeah. shit. There were some big winners yeah. in there. Whoever Gibbo the Fruit Bat is. <laughs> there's so many people confused. So there's a few Gibbos in there that yeah. are going well, but they're G- all going well. Yeah, Gibbo actual giddy up, uh, I think it is, is my one. That's so, your one. Yeah, yeah, so if you <laughs> want to know many, which many one. people ask. If you want to know which one actually Gibbos is, it's the one that when he puts a bet on, it says 300 people have followed this. <laughs> so you must go all right because everyone follows it. Yeah. What do you got, yeah. Gus? Who you want it? Uh, so it's, it's still going, and uh, my flog of the sports flog of the week is that the WSL schedules put the two Aussies against each other in the quarterfinals. So it's up to the quarterfinals. <laughs> so that, you get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're pretty well flogged out, are we? Yep. All right, I'm flogged out. All right, thank you for another great sports show. We love it. We love bringing it to you. Thank you to all of our sponsors, CTC, Fuck the Tax Man, as Gibbo said, Labrox, if you can have a bet. All right. Remember, check your balls, talk to your mates. If you're going to flog it, flog it like it's not yours.